0: Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on May 30th, 2022. Hello, everyone. You know, May 30th is one of my very good friend's birthday. So I won't say who they are because I feel like this person is very into their privacy. So I will just say happy birthday, dear friend. I'm so happy to have you in my life. And may this year be the best year yet. You know who you are. So I'll start off there. Today is also Memorial Day. And, um, you know, it is something to memorialize, memorialize, you know, in the US. Um, It's an important day. But I think that you know, in the regular day to day, it's kind of the start of summer. So here on the northeast coast, I think everybody is starting to go to their shore houses and lake houses and things like that. I don't have either of those things. So I currently am boiling in my attic because I can't have the air conditioner on, because that would make too much noise for this podcast. So as you can see, I'm very dedicated. I will be dripping shortly. I do not do well in heat. So I dread the summer. And also my house doesn't have central air. So I also dread the summer. I just don't do well in heat. This is not my time. But I'm hoping that because it's summer, there'll be more outdoor activities, meaning there'll be more social opportunities, so that we all feel a little bit more connected. And, you know, I think this wave, at least here of COVID with this variant is hopefully on its way to subsiding. But you know, this is a cycle that we're going to have to keep going through. And, you know, at a certain point, we have to do some living. And I'm trying to figure out the balance of that. I've been doing a lot of outdoor dinners. And I feel safe with that, you know, and right now for indoor things, I'm masking, um, you know, not doing indoor dining and all of that, because it's just not worth it. So uh, I've never, you know, it's so funny, like pre pandemic, whenever there was an opportunity to dine outside or indoors, I would always choose indoors. I do not like the elements. I do not like bugs. But, you know, now I will happily take an alfresco meal. So uh, with that, um, I don't know. There's not too many updates on the week. But I will say, you know, I did talk to my dad because I was listening to an older episode. I think it was the one before this last week that went out and it was about that whole you know story where i had that middle school boyfriend and i felt like my parents disapproved so uh, you know unfairly and i come to find out when i'm talking to my dad like he has no recollection of any of this he has no recollection of ever even being upset Because he knowing himself, he doesn't think that he would have been upset about it, you know, Um, and knowing him now, I don't think he would have been upset about it either. Now, why do I say it like that? Well, I think and I don't remember if I said this on the episode at that point, I was in middle school and of course I knew my dad. Like, hello. But he also was working all the time. And I I have a much closer relationship with him now as an adult than I did as a child, because it was mostly my mom's rulings around the house. And if I felt like it was unfair, I would drag him into it. And usually he would take my side. But for the most part, it was like mom, you know, ruling the roost. And so I don't even know if she really told him. And, you know, it does make me upset if she said that he was upset and he wasn't. Now, that doesn't seem like in character of my mother. Like, I don't think she would have done that. However, if she was very, very nervous about the situation, about me dating in freaking middle school, then perhaps she did, you know, Create a white lie that my dad was also very upset, not knowing how sensitive of a child I was and how upsetting it would be for me. Like the, that week that he supposedly wasn't speaking to me was really, really difficult on me. Um, and it's just, that's a bummer. That's a bummer that I was made to feel that way if it wasn't true. Now we'll never know. And even if she was around, she wouldn't have remembered you know, anyways, regardless of the cognitive abilities, like she wouldn't have remembered. So we'll never know the truth. And and regardless, it was just funny, because I asked him about it, I was like, Do you remember how upset you were when I like said I was, you know, had a boyfriend? And he's like, What are you talking about? (laughs) So I wanted to give an update on that. Um, you know, a, a thing happened at my new job, where, I thought I was going to be working closely with this person who I like immediately just felt a kinship to. Like, there's not many times in your life where especially in a work situation where you meet someone and you're like, you know, I really respect them. I really like them. And I'm really looking forward to learning from them and working with them more closely. And, you know, that's how it felt when I started this new job. And I You know, and it was a big selling point for the job for me to be able to work with this person and, you know, just be able to lean on them a little. Now, I found out this past Thursday that they are no longer going to be in my group and because they got promoted and rightfully so, this person is just, you know, really good at what she does. But I was so bummed because this is the third time that this has happened in my life with work you know I always go in thinking I'm going to be working with someone and I feel a little like relieved about that so that I don't you know think I'm on my own or you know just you like it feels like a support and this is the like this is the third time that this happened to me and it's happened to the last you know the two other jobs that I had prior and I wonder what that's about. I mean, I really feel like it's the universe saying that this is this is just not I shouldn't ever get used to something like that. Or like, you know, the universe is never ever going to just let me be what I think I want in a job, you know? Uh it's always going to push me and it's always going to like bring a level of discomfort. To me, um, you know, ultimately, it usually ends up for the good because, you know, I'm able to prove myself, people see me as reliable, I gain respect, etc., maybe quicker than I would have otherwise. And I guess that's important to the universe for some stupid reason. But, you know, I, I just, I feel a little untethered emotionally because most of the time I can keep my emotions under lock. And even if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm not letting it show. But when she told me that she wasn't going to be able to be a part of our group, like I definitely teared up in the conference room. And I was like, I could just hear like I was just telling myself like yelling at myself inside like, what are you doing? Get it together. Like this is not a time to cry. Like, I don't know. I think that all the things that have happened over the last three years has just made everything come so much closer to the surface for me emotionally. You know, I can... Obviously, I've always been able to cry easily, but like I could cry at the drop of a hat about anything. Now, whenever I watch anything with an older person or like an older person dying or an older person going through some hardship, like I cannot take it. Like even just talking about it right now, I'm like getting emotional because, you know, the way that we treat old people and, you know, I'm saying in this country but like frankly I don't know where old people are treated well in the world you know I mean it just it really breaks my heart like I cannot deal with any sort of abuse of an older person and so even the idea of something like that gets me very very emotional and I just I don't think I've felt that pre-pandemic so strongly and so my emotions are just on the surface. So when I got, you know, this, this news that wasn't great for me, I couldn't hold it together. And I almost started really crying in this conference room. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know, and at the end of the day, I've been through this before. Yes, it's going to be like a little bit harder now. Um but it's just another thing that I can't control. And I think that that's what, oh, God, here we go. That's what I'm emotional about. I, I Do I have to relinquish control of every aspect of my life? It feels that way. I feel like I have no say in anything. And I know that that's not true because look at the things that I have had say in. Like I, you know, I started realizing with my last job that it wasn't the right fit anymore. And I'm the one who chose to leave. And I found a place that is really wonderful and really takes care of its employees and is a great place to work. But I really thought that I was coming in to a group with a certain, you know, leadership structure and that's changing, you know. And it's always going to be changing. Like especially I don't know. I feel like this is not I'm not this is not a unique situation for me. Like because I'm sure other people go through the same thing with whatever job they're doing. Like they think they're going to have this coworker and then the coworker leaves. There's just a lot of transition everywhere. People are coming and going all the time. Now, look, it could be even worse. Like My manager, who, you know, this is the person I was really excited to work with closely. She could be leaving the company and she's not. Now she's just going to be like the head boss. (laughs) So I'm trying to think of a silver lining because I like her so much and I really like wanted to have a friendship with her. Maybe this affords us some space like so that we're not in the same group so that we can, you know, be separate a little, which can create a friendship. You know, but and also it could just create space and then we're just not close. And if that's what happens, then I guess that's what was supposed to happen. But it's a very rare, like I was so excited because she's my age. She's single. She doesn't have kids, you know? That is very rare to find. Um I just really wanted to be good friends with her. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know, it'll be interesting. To see. And it the transition will be um, not a quick one, but we'll like, you know, it'll be interesting to see like a year from now, how I'm feeling about it. Um, but I, I'm not being dramatic when I'm when I'm going to say that, like, I was devastated. I was really devastated because it's I just don't know how much more change I can take. And as I say that, I just keep getting thrown more and more changes. Because the universe fucking hates me. <laughs> um, what's interesting though is the day after I found out that news, I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, and there's a little girl dancing, and the song that she was dancing to, according to the video, but I think it was like edited this way, um, was Bobby McFerrin's song, Don't Worry Be Happy. I think I might have mentioned this sign before too or something because I feel like this video was not new to me but I mean don't worry be happy is a sign for my mom uh I should just keep it on the list of her specific signs because that is something that she said to me all the time like that song was very popular when I was like young in the 80s or whatever and she would always like sing along to it and tell me and even you know. In modern, modern times, in the, in the recent uh, past, she would just always say, don't worry, be happy. And she was a person who just had that natural ability to just not let anything bother her, which I never had that gift, but she was a unique individual and she kind of lived her life of don't worry, be happy. Um, And so when I saw that the next day after like, you know, getting to me very devastating news, I think I just have to not worry and try to be happy. You know, worrying, it doesn't solve any, um, we all know that it doesn't solve anything and it doesn't really do anything for us, right? So I, I know that I shouldn't worry. Because it's not going to do anything. Things are going to happen regardless of whether I worry or not. And worrying just makes you feel worse. So don't worry. Be happy. I think it's great advice. As simple as it is. Um, Because like we really don't know what's going to happen day to day. And as this changes, as I just got this change, something else is going to change. And then something else is going to change. And then something else is going to change. So what is the point of worrying about anything? Again, all these things are just out of my control and I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to just try to go more with the flow. I think that this year, maybe that's just more of my goal now is to not, is to not sweat it, you know? And I won't even say don't sweat the small stuff. I just feel like I'm just talking in like weird idioms today. But it's not about sweating small stuff or big stuff. It's just like, don't give a fuck. But like, in your in the things that will cause you worry and anxiety. I'm just, you know, maybe it'll be my mantra, like as something else happens, that really like scares me. Because that's what this is, is fear. It's like I was hoping that I would just be like under the radar, like her right hand woman, but like let her take the lead. And, you know, shall I say it? Coast a little. (laughs) But that's not what's going to happen anymore. And I have to just accept it and move on and and just, you know, roll with the punches. And, you know, what is that horrible phrase like? The only thing you can count on is change or change is inevitable or blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> I don't know. So I I, I I take your sign, mom. Don't worry, be happy. And I'm really going to try to apply it to my. I'm going to try to apply it to my life and let's see if anything happens. Now, what else can I say? I mean, I'm just. I think. I think last starting from last week, I don't feel as low anymore. Um, You know, I don't think about mom all the time. Or, you know, I do think about her all the time. But it doesn't bring me to a low, like, life is unfair space. Life is so unfair. I mean, we know this. Like, we know about that shooting that happened. And I can't even read anything about it. I really can't. I can't. It's just, it's too... It's too devastating, but I mean, it does kind of put things a little bit in perspective of like all these, you know, parents who've lost their children who didn't even have time to like live. And, you know, I'm still so upset about losing my, you know, 76, I think that's how my mom was, 76 year old mother. Um. In a very devastating way. Like I'm not trying. Obviously look what I'm doing right here. I'm comparing. And you can't compare. But we all know life isn't fair. So I mean I think. It just behooves us to live a little bit more. In that don't worry be happy space. Um, I had mentioned a dream. I'm shifting gears a little bit. Where my mom. Had to change her name to Como. Um, And. Uh that was a couple of episodes ago. I think it's the one that came out on today, the 30th. And um my cousin told me that como means soft or gentle. And she was saying maybe my mom was trying to say to be more gentle with myself. And I loved her for sharing that with me. Like that was so nice because I didn't understand like why all of a sudden in my dream her name was changed or whatever and yeah i mean like yeah we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves we can only do what we can do and take every day one day at a time cuz every day is about like survival essentially these days um but in the the place of being more gentle with myself i think i really do want to let go of the worry And the stress about these things, you know, everything is temporary. And it's just not a good use of time to think about your fears and how everything can go wrong. It's who cares? Things are going to happen however they're going to happen. I don't know, I'm being so vague, but that's just where I'm at right now. You know, um, I don't really have anything else to say, you know, except I am going to go with a don't worry, be happy. Because like, I, I I don't know how long I'll I, I do see like a shift in myself. Like I saw a co worker. And this is pre me getting this news of the new job stuff. But I saw an old coworker from my last job and we had dinner last week. And she just said, you look really zen like you look, you know, much more at ease. And I think that that's for several reasons. Like I was having a really tough time towards the end at my old job of just how they were managing things. And that probably like definitely showed on my face and body. And I don't feel the same stressors at my new job. So it was nice to be told that I've Seem more serene and zen-like. I'll take it. Now, now I have to keep harnessing that energy um, going forward. And even though I feel like I've been thrown a curveball, like can I still keep that? zen-like attitude. And I think I can. I'm in a different place. I have different ideas about what my career is and what are my actual goals in life. You know, I'm still doing my screenwriting. In fact, next weekend is my last class for this course. So that's, you know, exciting to be finishing something I set out to do um, and then continu- continuing forward because that's my real goal, right? So like, yeah, my in my day job, I was throwing a curveball. But that's not That's not the whole gig. That's not the whole gig of life. So I will end it with you know. Let's try to be more like Bobby McFerrin, and uh, don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. I wish I could play the damn song, but I don't. I don't have any money, and I can't get the rights to that. But you, if you don't know it, Google it. Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy don't worry, be happy now. (laughs) All right. See you next time or hear you next time or you can hear me next time. (laughs) Bye.